welcome back to Ramsey Speak and our last episode of what's been an absolute bouncer's dream of a week on Neighbours. Hasn't it just been amazing? We've seen Susan in celebrant mode almost every day. We've had more returning characters than Paul's had wives. <laughs> and we can certainly sleep better at night knowing that from here on, the word Lolo is firmly in our past. Smoochies. Oh, smoochies. <laughs> well, I'm still on the Prosecco, of course. I still haven't got off it since Wednesday. Uh, celebrate the end of Prue's uh, devilish nightmare, including the order. So uh, let's do this. Let's recap the final day of the Neighbours 35th Anniversary Specials. Okay, so this final day, main show, daytime show, was all about Des and Jane. They were our final wedding, our fifth well, wedding. Well, hold on, hold Okay, well, with issues. What we? do you mean, the fifth wedding? So, it was the fifth wedding, according to Paul and Therese, who made that sly comment. I know we said yesterday, like, oh, seems like we are including Paul and Therese. They made that comment at the end of today's daytime show, where they went... You know, that's five weddings if you include me and Paul's vow renewal. To which, which I feel none like of us me do. and all the fans were like, well, no, we don't include that as a wedding. There was no one there to marry you it or wasn't do a wedding. your vow renewal. Like, who did a vow renewal in the past? Was it like, I think it was... Sonia and Tony did one, didn't they? I think they did, but I feel like maybe it was... Carl and Susan maybe like Lauren and Brad one. or something. They did one... I remember doing one in the garden. There was people there to witness it. There was none of that for this vow renewal with Paul and Therese. I mean, we should probably remember that none of these weddings count anyway because they're not, yeah, uh, they're not legally legal. binding. So, to be fair, there's actually, factually, not to get into this, neighbours, sorry, but there's been zero weddings this week. Yeah. Well, I There's been more deaths than weddings. True. Well, I suppose in your definition of a wedding... Doesn't need to well, be. Well, my legal, wedding is a legal binding uh, marriage. Okay, well, yeah, you know, potato, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't five civil ceremonies and three deaths, was it? That wasn't how it was pitched to us. Either way, this anyway, Dez it was great. And Jane won. Was ten out of ten. Jane looked absolutely beautiful. The whole lead up to it was great. I loved when they were in Harold's cafe, um, getting their wedding breakfast before the ceremony, and you know all those little sly comments which just made them so perfect together. Jane was like saying, "Oh, Des, you should take that napkin off before we that see was Susan." Great. I loved that. It's huge it's all these little like throwaway lines. It's like, oh, you're such a natural, like perfect couple. I just hope that they are back in the show really quickly. I hope they're not gone for very long. Literally, honeymoon, get them back. I'll be happy. I just thought there was beautiful touches. Paul was the celebrant. What a uh, great moment for Susan Kennedy there to showcase her services. <laughs> she just stood away and she went, you know what, Paul, do what you like. Yeah, she was like, do your thing, do your thing. Uh, she even put on a lovely jacket. She put on a lovely jacket, a kind of a kind of Tiffany's blue. Yeah, Tiffany, like a, yeah. Tiffany blue. Yeah. Yeah, I've been learning. Um, I think Tiffany's actually green, isn't it, Colour? Well, it was we like a Tiffany's Tiffany green, blue. but in blue. <laughs> okay. That's how I describe right. it. I see how that is. Um, it was nice. And Kylie was played. Kylie was played golden from her last album, which, to be honest, I thought was a bit weird, but I kind of, I got it. I got obviously why, but yeah. it's just a bit weird. I liked it. I thought it was great. And I just thought the wedding was really sweet. We didn't need I, to I see... don't like playing Kylie in Neighbours because she was a character in it. And I don't think you should break that fourth wall like so aggressively. It's colliding. Yeah. Thing. And if you're, mm. and I know it's played to the audience and not in the room of the wedding. So like, it wasn't in, it wasn't playing they while they... Kylie. Yeah, they were like walking down the aisle to the song being played on a like speaker. But I still found it a bit weird. Okay. Didn't um, David and Aaron walk down the aisle to especially for you? Uh, yeah, but I think only in the UK. Okay. Because again, in, in Australia, just they were like, this wouldn't make sense. Okay. Well, but anyway, it makes sense to us. They walked down the aisle, Jane and Des, and let's have a listen to that little very sweet moment. You look beautiful. Where's Paul? 
I don't know. I assume he'd be here with you. I am here. But not as anybody's best man. I'm going to be your wedding celebrant instead. Because this isn't a legal ceremony, Paul can do the honours. Thank you, Susan. If that's okay. I think it's a wonderful idea. Did I? If I'd known you'd been doing it, I would have asked you to get dressed up as Elvis. Oh, yeah, very funny, yeah. It's a shame my rhinestone jumpsuit's still in the wash, isn't it? <laughs> just as well. <laughs> oh, they are just perfect. They are goals, aren't they? Wouldn't it have been great if Paul would have come out in an Elvis costume? Oh, it would have. It would have been great. We need more Elvis and neighbours. No, I thought the wedding was beautiful. The whole thing was great. Like I said, Jane looks beautiful. It was so nice. It was with Des. It was like a roundup to all the, the lovely heritage moments we've had this week. Loads of nostalgia. And yeah, I just thought it was perfect. And we had more nostalgia in the fact that Clive finally made an appearance. Clive, yeah. who has appeared in Neighbours for longer than most of our current cast. Yeah. And, you know, one of the most legacy characters. Um, was so good when him and Des had that little catch up and he was like, I didn't recognise you outside of that gorilla costume. <laughs> was so good. And yeah, really Sheila good. just being in classic wedding mode. Was... Clive and Sheila just had some like 10 out of 10 moments in this episode. I really feel like what shone through for me in this episode was Des and Jane getting married and then um, Clive and Sheila, which I was actually like, they're going to get married. They're going to get married. I said from the start when it was five weddings, I was like, surely it'll be Sheila and Clive, surely. Um, sad that it wasn't, but however, we had some such good comedy moments from the both of them. The moment when Sheila won the wedding dress that was seven oh, grand. Oh, that was great. Oh, loved that. And then the flower stool bit was just, that was it for me. That was the, that was the best. Considering the lilies of the field. Oh, Sheila, pulling out a biblical quote. I'm impressed. Oh, not a lapsed Catholic just for nothing, you know. <laughs> These are stunning, aren't they? Mm. Oh, look, there's a mailing list. That's always really good to be knowing about the bargains. Mm. Oh, that's weird. Look at the name of the person who just signed up. Sheila Gibbons. Mm. Maybe that's a sign from God that it's time you two became one. I love that Jack has come back just to kind of piss people off about God. Right. He's just like think... scattering a bit of God here, scattering I a bit of God really there. Nice. I think it's really nice. I love Jack as a character. I think he's just great. And he's clearly got a really good relationship with the little actor who I don't know his name, but he plays Gabe. Like clearly, The giant. Yeah, Gabe the giant. Clearly Gabe the giant gets along really well with Jack. And I just think it's a really um, nice relationship to see on is screen. This because... And I have enjoyed having him back. Is this because when Jack and Gabe are on scene, uh, Gabe doesn't look directly down the camera lens, but with everybody else, yeah, Gabe does. exactly. Because right. he feels comfortable. He knows right. who Jack is. No, I really liked it. And I really liked that scene um, with the flowers. It just made me laugh out loud. And then the fact that it, le- it led to Clive and Sheila having that conversation about, you know, we're never going to get married, but we're so happy to like not get married. I was like, that's... Great, because you don't need to get married in the show. I think it's nice having characters like Sheila and Clive who don't need to be living together in the same Beverly home Robinson with that again. unit. Yeah, it just like <laughs> leaves doors open to like you don't need to see Clive all the time. Although I literally would love to see Clive in the opening titles. Whenever I think of Jack, I think of the green screen opening titles when there was a church in them, and oh, that's literally whenever I think of Jack's shit. character. Yeah, it literally flashes me back to that awful green screen set of titles and when they first ran and they had like four spelling mistakes in them. And I'm not claim to fame, but I was in the mail online because I did pick up on some of the spelling mistakes. I'm I'm pretty sure they spelled Toadie's name wrong. Um, But it really flashes me back to that every time I think of Jack. 
Do you know what? An Olympia Valance, like walking behind him and then just like resting her hand yeah. on his shoulder. It wasn't oh, a great awful. Time. That wasn't a great titles. I feel like we've we've got better since. I didn't love that, but I do really enjoy Jack being back. And I yeah, don't know, it's quite good. nice to have that character who is like the religious figure who's just there for moments like a wedding or a funeral and you can always bank on them. And thank God he was there to marry two lesbians. He was. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to have him back. I'm going to miss him now he's gone. But there were so many great golden moments from this episode, just to, like, touch upon a few, because obviously it was taken up by the main storylines that we mentioned, but... There was great moments like um the one where Paige and Mark after Jack had just left and she's Paige says like oh rather than go off and taste cake let's like go back to yours because how else is Gabe gonna have a little brother or sister and just like oh, their chemistry between ew. them like their faces was like yeah. uh, uh, no, uh, was uh, like wink wink nudge nudge I just thought it was, that was great it made me laugh doesn't um, Mark look really dishy with his beard at the moment Mark looks fantastic like it really suits him but I also think he looks really out of character like he just it's like. Um, Scott I forget what his surname is he just looks really relaxed he just looks really, really casual relaxed. and chill and like he's just like you know what I'm kind of coming back and doing this as a bit of a victory lap and like mm. I don't really care um, and I really enjoyed that but someone who we haven't seen in a while was Mackenzie full time mm. great to see her back on screen with Richie they are clearly still together we are shipping them we I are shipping ship them out them. we are posting them we have shipped it we have completed it Oh, really? Teenage that? Yeah. Mm. TikTok hashtag. That is <laughs> what we are doing with really that. love Mackenzie. I also really love the, the chemistry between Mackenzie and Richie. I think they're just a really cool, like, young couple. They are a couple, aren't they? From Am I Erin's say Baha'i. that I think Richie's quite a dish as well? I think oh, Richie's a bit of a dish. Richie young. really reminds me of Carl Canning when Carl was first in the show when Yeah, he I know was what younger. you mean. I think Richie comes across really typical Australian yeah. and I really enjoy that. He comes that. across like a Canning. I yeah, think he I really think that's does. why I fancy him. And I kind of think like, oh, I, hope, I hope that the show, <laughs> yeah, chill your boots. That's I why we're getting show, married. <laughs> I hope the show um, kind of like adopts him and then maybe he can stay in the Canning house or something. Yeah. I just think that would be a really cool Or decision. can there be like a... Like it was with Carl. Carl used to live with like random people before yeah. Sheila and Maybe Gary he could rent along. one of the rooms in Aaron and David's house yeah. for no apparent reason or something. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe if Ellie, Finn, B, and half of the Kennedy's house gets wiped out, there'll be some rooms to rent in there. I'm sure there's always a room in the Kennedy's house. About 18 rooms in there. So. Um, I really enjoyed that moment when Des was looking around the house and he was like, even with the renovations, I can still kind of recognise it. I was like, renovations? <laughs> there's about 18 rooms added on. It, it does, even with the renovations, oh, you've got a new back door. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. And they're, they're, It's in really... totally the wrong place. <laughs> this doesn't relate to how this building even works. Yeah, it was, it was very clever. Um, I really enjoyed the moment when Jane asked Des to undo the buttons on her dress. Oh. It was just so kind of like throwaway, like almost like you can't even imagine that that was scripted. It felt really just improved, and it just made me smile. I just thought it was great. And Jane put a really like sassy hand on her hip. I think I'm just obsessed with you, her. You are quite in love with Jane. I honestly, I went every back and time that we watch an episode with times. Jane. Sam literally sits there and he's like, "I love her." No, no, she's just I so do. iconic. I think she's and he, amazing. And, he's, and he turns to me and speaks to me for like five minutes to like reiterate how much he loves Jane. I just don't understand any reason why um, you wouldn't just bring her back to the show full time. Like for me, I'm absolutely desperate to see her in those opening titles. I want her 
I want her back. And if she's not going to be in the opening titles, I'd love her to be like Clive, where we at least see the character like once a month minimum. But we've spoken about this before. Like he, with Clive, I'd actually prefer to have Clive in the opening titles because I know he's not full time, but why can't we just have him there? We know that he's recurring. So I don't really get why he's not in the opening titles because Lou used to be in the opening titles and yeah. he was never a, when, he, when he left and decided he'd do it part time. He was a recurring He was just a reca- recurring yeah, cast member. Yeah, so true. So I do think that maybe it's always good to pad out the opening titles to make it seem like you know we've got a big we've got a big cast it would be good to have them in it especially if jane does come back which your digital spy article was all about which you know we are very fortunate we get to read ahead and watch ahead and sometimes it's really difficult not to talk about these things on the podcast but Mm -hmm. i we're sitting on so many we're sitting on so many secrets um that channel five would bow and arrow shoot us over if we revealed (laughs) all um yeah, I haven't seen anything about Jane coming up. So maybe she disappears and comes back in a couple of months. I don't know. Or maybe. I could have just read wrong. I don't know. I just think this week has been full of nostalgia, full of love, and also full of drama. And the drama has come from Endgame. And we have to talk about it. Are you doing the weird... That's the opening titles to Endgame. Yeah. So I got to start it by... We've got to start it by talking about Gary Canning, Gas Can. He's dead. Oh, he's dead. And he got Baron Arrowed by the Channel 5 at Zex. No, by Finn. Not not like me. Um, Yeah, sad times for Gary. And we've killed off a Canning. What the fuck? I know. Really? What the fuck? Yeah, we're late night podcast. It's late night now. We can say what we want. Uh, Finn said piss and shit. So I can say what I know. I'm I'm genuinely really sad the way Gary died. And I think it was really brutal. Although I am kind of happy it happened that way because it makes it seem really like shocking and it's also you know when it was announced it was five weddings and three deaths you think don't do the usual where it's like you know that balloon accident that happened and it's like <laughs> people will die and then it was people who had been in the show for one episode and yeah like, oh, well, kill them all off i don't care get yeah. them gone extra one died <laughs> yeah like yeah ridiculous Not whereas gary good. you were like if you're gonna do three deaths it does have to be a a big cast member who dies. Um, I'm just sad it was Gary. I thought he was great. Yeah. He brought so much comedy, so much like light in moments where there was shade in the show. I mean, when we... And him and Colette Mann was such a great duo. When we knew it was Gary a couple of weeks ago, I know we discussed like, what would we have done instead? And the only other thing you could have done is wiped out B, Ellie and Finn in one swoop. Yeah. And actually, I mean, that could still happen potentially, but I actually think that Gary was so much more of a twist because he's never had it easy. He's always been the underdog. And to actually die trying to save people was quite a nice testament to his character that he was trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And that's how he ended up dying. And I, I don't know, I just... If, if he had to go in a certain way, I'm glad it wasn't a car crash or going to prison. or like I'm glad that it was completely out of his hands and it just happened it wasn't to do with being shot because he'd stolen some goods or like it was just really random and I think I think that was quite good for his character it was good for his character and I think his last moments were really nice because we saw his like heartwarming moments when he was on the street before he drove off to the island and this moment was just you know, he was helping B and Harlow and he was being like typical Gary which is like I'll muck in and I'll help and I just I really enjoyed it It's coming down. Okay. 
It's okay. Look, I've got this old rope, all right? I'm just going to loop it around this tree and I'll lower it down the water. Yeah, yeah, hurry, hurry up, please. It's going to be okay. Take it easy. Gary, it's B. Harlow, and I forgot there's still a snake down here. <laughs> snake in the rucksack. Snake in the rucksack. Everyone's that's forgot about. The snake is so relaxed in that rucksack. He's like, this is my chance to snooze. I'm just really <laughs> um, happy. Poor Gary, take it easy. I know. I really and love then, that. Whoosh. Don't know, like, if any of anybody noticed, but his his last line is "take it easy." That's the worst last words he says, which I think is really nice because it's like, it's like he's doing a little nod to be like. See you later, neighbours. Take it See easy. See you later. You know, this is my last I've got moment. a bow in the back of my Which neck. actually, as soon as he dies, you're like, oh, that, sh- that means a lot more than just your average take it easy. I thought it was great. Love Gary Canning. We will miss you. I'm fully preparing for the fact that next week is going to be some heartbreaking moments when Sheila finds out. And let's, you know, cement this now. I... <laughs> oh. Zamfi and Naomi should be back. Yeah, I mean, ultimately they won't be. Because we would know this, but... They should be. Yeah. They should be. Anyway, let's just move on from that because next week's podcast, we're going to talk so much about what happens next week because, God, the the domino effect of these week's events really ripples for weeks and weeks on end now yeah. and the drama just gets incredible. But this is the thing is, uh, you know, this episode, it really turned. We said that Finn has become more evil as the week has gone on. It really was at its absolute pinnacle in this episode. Finn is crazy. And there was that great moment where Ellie's face uh, actually it was all in her eyelashes yeah do you not think when and she realized really that, good at these moments yeah a she, bit of a jaw like her jaw kind of like chokes a bit and does, she goes tenses, up. tenses and like she goes really like severe and yeah you just know that something's wrong i just think this moment when she realized when finn was telling a story from his past where she was like oh shit his, his memory's back like everything kind of like clicked and it was all in her eyelashes and then suddenly it kind of twisted because finn's been the manipulator but now ellie was like I need to try and use him. I need to try and manipulate him so I can save myself and Astra in this situation. Oh, it was 10 you know out of 10. You get this funny look on your face when you're worried. It's like you're, like you're serious, but you're not. It's not a criticism. It's, it's endearing. Do you remember that excursion we took to Botany Bay? You, me, 50 unruly year 10s. You wanted to recreate the steps of the first fleet. You had the whole thing planned out. And then it started raining. It started pissing down. <laughs> All your plans went to shit. <laughs> That's the first time I saw that look. Right then and there. Oh, he's remembered everything. <laughs> Um, I loved that moment because he was going to slip up at some point and it had to be in front of Ellie because he feels safe with her. So yeah. I think that was totally right. And he's a clever guy. You know, he's been able to bow and arrow Gary to death in, in one swoop. He's been able to attract a snake with a click of fingers. Mm. So, you know, he knows what he's doing. Um, it was really, really scary. Um, and it only gets worse when he literally chases after Ellie when she decides to run away from him before she's even let him get on the boat. So literally, Finn's like, yeah, I'll go get the milk. I'll go get the milk. I'll sort that out. And then 
before he gets on the boat and is like stuck, she's like, I'm going to run away while you can still get back to me. She couldn't even wait for like the opportunity. She, I mean, literally Ellie, all you had to do was wait another 20 seconds and you would have been, you would have been good. You would have been able to go back to the camp, tell them all, they would have all ganged up. But no, she was desperate to run away. And then Finn like twisted even more evil. Even more evil. I loved you so much. What did you do with Gary? Why did you throw it all away? What did you do with them? It's not important. Give me Aston. I am only going to ask you one more time. Don't you hurt her. I would never hurt my niece. She hasn't betrayed me, unlike you. Oh, and we really went peak kind of like Eurovision at the end there with a bit of like random music, pulls to some <laughs> montages of the whole fucking island on fire for no apparent reason. Arguably felt that was a little bit questionable after the Australian bushfires, but hey-ho, here we are. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned this and I kind of mentioned it as well. I think from that point onwards, you could actually turn off the episode because it goes a bit silly from that point. It does go a bit silly, only in the sense that I feel like it really jumped. We jumped to, like, much later on. I suppose... When he's on a jet ski after pouring... <laughs> fuel yeah. all over the, the island I think we're just kind of left with lots of questions from that point which is good because it leaves it on a cliffhanger but also it's kind of a bit like oh really just like now we've left with the question that's like what on earth happened to Ellie like, yeah where, is, where she? is she is she in flames is she dead yeah. is she, and did she oh, get knocked out we by now Finn know, you know, there was only Finn? four weddings is there actually maybe five deaths like has B Harlow Ellie and potentially some other people died on the island yeah it's just loads of questions and obviously we're left with the big question which is the fact that Toadie washed up and Paul found yeah. him and they got into the back of the car where Harry Sinclair was there which was oh, such a fantastic that moment twist. honestly I hope you felt this at home and you watched it because the first time we watched it we sat there and when Paul kind of runs and limps along with his peg leg and he's like there's a there's a psychopath on the loose and literally it pulls around to Harry we were like oh, what what that is like a proper like oh my goodness no I cannot believe it um I thought that was so great um just so many questions yeah like what's what's Finn done has he just taken Aster and gone off now and he's going to get Susan obviously because next Monday's Monday's episode is a two-hander between Susan and Finn and honestly having watched it already yeah, I have. I actually haven't watched I this have. episode. I couldn't stop myself. So I'm with you, dear listener. I'm obsessed. Um, it's, it's so bloody good. It's a really, really good episode. It's like Jackie Woodburn at her absolute best performance. And Milzy is just like smashing it as Finn. I'm hoping she, she gets, gets her tattoos weirder. out and fires a deafie through her <laughs> upper arm. I just think um, it's been great. I've really enjoyed these like high levels of drama that we've had from the Endgame episodes. And then the nostalgia we've had from the daytime episodes. It's just been a really great 35th anniversary week of Neighbours. Something I will say is that the surprises don't end tonight. And the surprises are in different ways that you might not expect. But there is a bit of a uh, something new come in that I don't think anyone's expecting. But when you see it and hear it and everything happens, you're going to be like, oh, my God, where did that come from? Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, do you not think? You'll just be like, where did that little, yeah, little thing come yeah, from? Yeah, it did shake you. It did shake you. So that's to come probably Tuesday onwards. Monday's episode is a two-hander. It's fantastic that we're rolling over this, like, high-quality drama. Mm. Props to the Neighbours cast, crew. Must just mention, actually, talking of crew, I thought the grading on uh, both episodes, especially the end game, was excellent. It was excellent. When great. Paul runs down from the beach, the grading on the sky and the leaves in comparison to the yellow sand was incredible. I mm. thought it was some fantastic work. And, it was. And the prosthetics on Toadie were 
yeah, some of the best we've seen on the makeup. The makeup and prosthetics on Toady was really strong. So just generally, I think these Endgame episodes were great because it gave the crew, you know, we've been doing it for 35 years. Some of the crew would have been on the show for quite a lengthy period yeah maybe even 35 years so it really gives the crew an opportunity to be super creative it gives that makeup team an opportunity to go nuts and the grading team to go really crazy and the location team to finally get out of that office and be like we can do a location now <laughs> finally you know, get like, out of their office yeah. you know that too well yeah i know, I know what it's like <laughs> well um, um talking of going nuts we have been in your ears all this week and thank you so much to every I'm single knackered. one of you yeah i am absolutely knackered i need to rest my vocal cords um it's it's too much singing so Sorry, can't turn back time to try and hope B gets freed. It is too um, much. Thank you so much to every single one of you that has messaged us, Instagrammed us, tweeted us, Facebooked us, um, listened to the podcast. We've had so many heartwarming messages from uh, all of you this week. And hopefully we've been a little bit of light relief in a time in our world when everything is a little bit crazy. And we need more neighbours, more than ever. We do. Like, take the words from the theme song. It's really kind of crappy out there at the moment and not to be doom and gloom about it, but... You know, as we learn from neighbours, it makes me and you so happy every single day. And when good neighbours become good friends, you know, look out for one another, help your neighbours, and don't forget to sing the bloody theme song when you're washing your hands. 20 seconds, don't guys. Don't forget to do it. Wash your hands and don't touch your face and we will beat this so quickly and easily. Yeah. And until then, please just keep washing your hands, keep singing the theme song, and uh, we're going to be back in your ears super soon but probably not as soon as five times a week because my god we're knackered <laughs> we are so until <laughs> no then... it's been great <laughs> bye for now bye <laughs>